0: Welcome to the BASAC View. We are the Battleford and Area Sexual Assault Center, and this is an educational podcast about consent, self-healing, and keeping yourself safe. Join Kayla and Michelle as they maneuver their way into all the topics you hate talking to your kids about: sex, puberty, body safety, growing up, and most importantly, the power in no, because consent is mandatory. Hey everyone! Hello! And welcome to episode three of the Base Act View! I'm with Kayla and Michelle. That's right. Kayla, what is the Base Act View about? It's pretty simple. We're an educational podcast and we talk about everything. We talk about consent, self healing, keeping you safe, keeping your family safe. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes we go
1: there. Sometimes we go there. Right there. And it's fun. Yep. You know what? First, Kayla, I just want to thank our listeners. For sure. I mean, we have had such positive feedback and, you know, we have some pretty cool things happening up and coming. So we just want to thank everybody for checking us out and to continue checking us out because we've only just started. And we're so grateful. Yeah. And so excited. Yes. And that is so true. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about sex, baby. We are. We're going there. This is, yeah, I was going to say, this is one of those going there places. (laughs) And more specifically, we are talking about um, how your children are learning about sex. Because let's face it, it is a pretty darn scary world out there. Kids have a different normal now than we did. I mean, I'm a little bit older than you. uh, So it's really different than how I was raised but you know I've had conversations with older people along the way older than me and they're frustrated and they're actually disgusted and they're horrified by social media by the internet by how connected kids are to their devices how connected how connected I was I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and 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 uh I at the time I owned three businesses so when my phone buzzed with a text I had to look at it because if there was an emergency at the facility, the coach didn't show up or, you know, something was going on. I had to be aware of that. And, oh, she was so mad at me. <laughs> we're having a conversation. Stop looking at your phone. It's like, but I have to. This is my right? life. This is this my is livelihood. My yeah. And so I understand their frustration, but we also have to be aware that this truly is a different world. And we're raising, we're raising a family family raising children in a world that we are not familiar with just as I'm sure our parents felt raising us right definitely and you know I have three children and raising my teenager now is already different than raising teenagers my first set of two 10 years ago right I can imagine he's got a different he, he he's got a different life when we were kids we we were outside my my parents didn't hardly ever know where we were and same. we came home when the streetlights came yes, on, right? Yeah. That's the same. Just, that's just the way we did it. But I have to be grateful. I mean, my teenage son isn't out dying in a field somewhere of alcohol poisoning. Totally. If my mother knew what I was doing at sixteen
0: years old, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the early two thousands, I, I I think she'd
1: have a stroke. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And now he I mean, things are different already because of where we are with the pandemic. I mean, that's played a huge part in his upbringing in the past year, but now he sits in his room and he's laughing with his friends and he's playing with his friends because that's where they are. And I don't understand that. Like what? You'd rather be up there in your room playing online instead of coming down here and playing a game with me or, you know, going for a walk or you know, going fishing with us, you'd rather do that. Michelle, he's a little cool to hang out with you, okay? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But I mean, it's just so different and that's where they are and it's really hard to make sense of it.
0: Totally. And you know what? You ask most kids nowadays what their favorite TV show is and I'm telling you, they'll probably tell you their favorite YouTuber or their favorite YouTube channel. Yeah. The funniest part is going into schools and asking kids on day one, like, what they want to be when they grow up, just getting to know each other man oh man the amount of like future vloggers there are in the (laughs) schools these days kind of surprised me i was not expecting that but everyone wants to be a professional video gamer or a vlogger or an
1: influencer influencer influencer. yes that's the word i'm looking for an influencer right and you know it, it does seem harmless right to some Especially if, I mean, I'm pretty tech savvy for my age, for sure. I got to say, but there's some people who don't have much to do with the internet. Totally. Or with computer. And they, you know, I'm not sure that they're aware of the dangers that are out there, but in our line of work, we actually do see it. We see all kinds of things. Sadly, sadly. There are some not so kind people posting some pretty explicit content on the internet. Uh, That's an understatement. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And our kids are watching these videos and this content and they're acting that out on each other they're seeing it it's it's a real thing that they're seeing and they're acting that out and where do they find them it's (laughs) actually really easy go type in sex into the search bar on youtube or google or google and this is what your kids just with three simple letters can absolutely change their lives and
0: just to go with that like we wouldn't let our kids walk down a dirty dark Grungy, dark, creepy road alone. But YouTube and the internet in general is the ultimate dark and creepy street. It sure can be. You know, yep. it is. Yep. And, and we're handing that to our kids. We're handing that to our kids. We're giving them iPads. We're giving them cell phones at young ages. And we're giving them this opportunity to search the web. And dude, there is a dark side of the internet. There is a dark side of YouTube, let me
1: tell you. And it might not even be intentional. Right. We're handing it to them so they can watch Peppa uh, Pig. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking of. (laughs) Peppa Pig. Yeah. And, but then there, there's all these little side streets, so to speak. There's these little suggestions that are given to them. Hey, you should check this out. You should check this out. Yes. And yeah, there's lots of educational and, you know, entertainment value videos on the internet or on YouTube specifically. And some of them are really good. That's where I learned a lot of my art stuff from. Right. And so there's a lot of really great stuff on there and there's filters. There's parental control filters. Yep. But we also have to be aware that the people who know what they're doing can hack through those filters and they do. Absolutely. So we still have to, we can't just hand our child that, that tablet and think they're going to be safe. Right. We have to actually monitor what they are looking at. Right. Right. Because we actually don't know. And sometimes these kids see things that they can't unsee and that's some damage that can't be reversed either. That's potential trauma.
0: That's potential lifelong trauma. And I know that sounds silly to see a quick 15 minute clip on YouTube to being lifelong traumatic, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you put a six year old and you plop them with an iPad and they see adults having sex. Yeah. Porn. They don't know what that is. Yeah. I mean that's scary videos on how to kill themselves yeah good
1: example Vi- actually yeah very good example violent content yeah sexual content i sent out an email this is way back <laughs> we're going back mm-hmm. i sent out an email that was um uh, carol burnett video uh the tim conway episode some people know what i'm talking about and it's a, it, they're at the dentist and it's really funny but, and I sent that out to, I don't know, maybe 30 people. Cause this was the days that we emailed. We didn't really have Facebook. Chain mail. You know, and <laughs> for some, not everybody, but for some, it showed up in their inbox as porn. Like <gasps> it was a porn video, but not for everybody. So I don't understand how that works, but I sure got a lot of flack cause I sent it out to some kids and they showed their parents oh my gosh but when i sent it out it was just it wasn't like it was a harmless
0: thing totally it's scary to think that youtube is kind of like our new sex ed program uh, right that's a scary sentence yeah but it's true we're in the 21st century the internet is introducing kids to sex way before they're developmentally ready for it yeah
1: and i mean at one point if a child was acting out sexually our first spidey sense tingly feeling would be like (gasps) oh where did they learn that someone's abusing them? Right, right, right. Right. Something's happened to them. But now a lot of these kids are saying, well, nothing happened to me, but I saw that on YouTube. I think that, I think that aspect of
0: it kind of gets forgotten about with parents, right? Right? The internet side of it. Yeah. Because we're so blindly giving our kids phones and iPads and we're trusting our children. We have trust in our children not to get on the dark side of the internet.
1: But children are curious creatures. They are. And they're going to investigate things. Absolutely. Right, without being aware of the dangers. And, I mean, we can be naive to think that our innocent little Muffy would never look at the stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> but the truth of the matter is,
0: our kids, kids are, are
1: looking, looking at, at it. it. Yeah. And we know this based on what we've heard in our own programming, when we're talking to the kids, based on what our counselor hears in her sessions. We know that kids are not just watching video games on the internet
0: 100 percent. we time. know that yeah
1: right yeah and i think i i think children should be learning about sex from their parents as
0: awkward as it is <sighs> you guys it yeah. needs
1: to come from you yeah it needs to come from you yeah it's very it's very necessary
0: because when parents have good communication about sex with their kids chances are their kids are going to practice safer sex right
1: right right what a
0: concept
1: yeah because it's not something that's taboo or forbidden or because now they've, there's, they've created this comfort around it and this, you know, it's, I guess it's not really that big of a deal. It's not something that's hush, hush. Totally. Right. There's an openness to it's it. It's an openness to it. And when you talk to your kids about that, that just seems to change things for them. I mean, we have to understand when we make a choice to have a baby, there's an understanding that you're going to teach them about the birds and the bees. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Absolutely. And not right.
0: only can the internet cause damage to those kids sexually, right? Or curiously, but it can mess up their minds in other ways, man. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to
1: be sexual. Sex and
0: porn. Totally. Right. It yeah. can
1: be other things like Bloody Mary. I know my kids went around with that Bloody Mary thing. Five Nights at Freddy's annabelle videos Ooh, the annabelle ones yeah those are scary they're horrific and yeah. when our kids are young and seeing that man sometimes it's really hard for them to distinguish what is real and what is not i agree right i mean if i'd watch those videos when i was a child they would have messed me up they're gonna mess me up watching them it's a grown-up and you know right? there's there's age stamps on those shows and movies for a purpose yes you
0: know that yeah. those age stamps are there for a
1: reason yeah I remember I wasn't I wasn't home one weekend I don't know where I was or day or something and my older kids were watching tv and my four-year-old was watching with them and I'm not sure what channel they were watching but a show came on or a commercial came on about um you know one of those ghost programs haunted something so it was just what paranormal show yeah, 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 yeah yeah like a 30 second clip yeah and all of a sudden we had to sleep with the lights on for the next two three four weeks because he was all of a sudden terrified of ghosts and creepy things and it was just like a 30 second clip and it freaked him out so imagine him watching like a five minute clip on that totally (laughs) We'd still be sleeping with the lights on. And the other
0: thing is kids are trying the pranks or actions that they're seeing online. Mm. I mean, the vine days, (laughs) dangerous pranks, life threatening pranks. And sometimes they're doing it themselves. And sometimes they feel that they don't have a choice, right? Right? Peer pressure, right? Feeling so much pressure from their friends to do it. Their friends are doing it. I'm going to do it. I mean, my buddy Joe just broke his leg from doing it, but peer pressure is powerful it's
1: very powerful and i mean there's so many warnings that come out like you know the different challenges on tiktok oh yeah or you know and and i mean those were around when we were kids too i remember there was a choking with the towel thing that was well even okay what about like
0: the tide pod challenge like those stupid things Right. Right. right but do you remember how popular that was Yeah. And there were lots of kids getting sick, obviously getting sick. It's awful. The world is a very real and very dangerous place. And we need to be aware of this.
1: Right. Parents need to be aware of this. I often look at, you know, what people are posting on social media. Mm -hmm. So pedophiles are really good at what they do. Right. So when people are posting these, pictures of their kids which i mean i seemingly seemingly innocent yeah, yeah, yeah of course those pictures can be taken yeah and used by you know the creepy people and they can photoshop themselves doing things to your children mm-hmm. right so this innocent picture you have of your daughter licking her ice cream cone right that can be they can they can photoshop themselves in there so she's licking something else that's scary right, right? So so something I learned about that is if you're posting pictures of your kids online, one of the things to do is make sure it's a photo that can't be photoshopped. Like it's a closer up one or it's there's so much space filled that there's no possible way yeah. somebody could photoshop themselves or anybody else into that photo.
0: Good point. It's, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a really good point. It's scary. It is. Right. So what can we do? Like how how do we even navigate this?
1: You know... Sometimes you just want to put your child in a bubble. (laughs) I bet. I'm homeschooling and there, you know, all this sort of stuff. I'm not a mom yet, but this
0: world scares me. And Mm -hmm. I would absolutely want to bubble my child.
1: (laughs) You are darn right. Or, I mean, our first instinct is, all right, I'm taking away their technology. I'm taking away their cell phones. And I mean, there's a certain responsibility that we have to teach our children in terms of are they doing their homework, are they doing their chores? There's that responsibility and punishment for that could be or a consequence of that could be, okay, well, then I I take away your game until you learn to be responsible. I mean lots of get, privileges. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But to take it away so they can have access to the bad stuff and, and all I mean that's not reality because their reality is they're growing up in a in a techie world. Yeah, And so we, that's not the answer to take everything so they'll be safe and protect them and put them yeah, in the Sheltering bubble. them is not the way no. to do it. No, because yep. their friends are still, have access, are still going to have access to all totally. that stuff. So they're going to now learn it from your friends. Right. I think we touched on this in the episode two of who do you want to be educating your children on sex and their body parts and that, you know, their friends, YouTube, or... You or a reliable source, right? Yeah, and burying our heads in the sand is not the answer. That's not the answer, it's easier, (laughs) but it's not the answer. So, another thing we can do,
0: you guys, it's always a good idea to periodically chat about internet safety. Obviously, right? We're in a very tech savvy world these days. Talk frankly about how sharing nude or sexually explicit photos of themselves or their peers may be illegal. When we tell our kids and our, our older kids and our older programming that sending nudes as a minor is illegal, that's actually surprising to a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. The more surprising is when we tell them that when you are receiving pictures from your 16 year old boyfriend, a naked picture of your 16 year old boyfriend, you receiving that is illegal. Yeah. Right? You are in possession of child pornography. And your boyfriend's sending that, he's distributing child pornography. You need to explain it in those terms. Because when we explain that to some of those kids, their eyes go like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. But we're in a relationship and we're both consenting 16 year olds, but you're minors. Yeah. Right? You're minors. Very important. Yeah. Most and, adults don't even know that. It's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally true. And they need to know that they could be charged with making or distributing child pornography like I said even if everyone involved is okay with it. Right. Even if you're in a 16-year-old relationship, consenting relationship, right? And yeah.
1: like you said, most adults don't even know that. It's scary. They don't understand that once once it's out there, where is it going to end up? Too. Yeah. Right? Where is it going to end up? A scary it's very all scary. of a sudden you're applying for a job when you're 33 and your boss is searching on the internet all about you because they do that and they're going to find this picture naked picture of you guess what you're not getting the job it's i mean it's so impactful for it may seem innocent enough at 16 despite the being in possession and all that sort of stuff
0: well teenagers it's are very too, consumed with their life in the now in the now, they're not consumed with their future, yeah. they're not thinking of thirty year old Kayla right. right right I'm just thinking about sixteen year old Kayla who wants to make her boyfriend happy, yeah, right. I'm not thinking about the consequences of my future employment, but we're here to tell you you need to think of those things before you send those pictures,
1: and parents have to make their kids aware of that, absolutely it's <laughs> your job too yeah and and the other thing that parents can ask is what do you think it means to be respectful on social media? Great question. Right? Yeah. Because they're not aware. There's What do they call them? Keyboard warriors? Yeah. Right. Just yeah. mean people who yeah. hide, but they wouldn't say it to your face, but they'll certainly throw it out at you on social media. And I have a friend whose daughter is going through that. Right. She was sent, her daughter was sent a very, uh, you know, vivid picture from this young male friend of hers who you know was thinking about suicide mm. and she took the right steps mm-hmm. and now she's being beaten up on social media by everybody because he he claimed it was wrong and it was one of those snapchat things so the the picture disappeared mm-hmm. or however that works yeah and so she has no proof of it and now he's calling her a liar and you know all this sort of stuff and all she was trying to do is protect him and that right? and keep him story,
0: safe. michelle that story happens so frequently mm-hmm.
1: we mm-hmm. hear stories of that all the time right and those are the stories that you can take to your children and say okay look this has happened how do you think she should handle it yeah. or how do you think you should handle it or what would you do in this instance please know that you can come to me You've, we've got to prepare our kids with with the tools right we got to arm them with the things that they're going to need to navigate through a world that we're unfamiliar with but they're totally immersed into totally right
0: keep that line of communication open mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. always non-judgmental zone mm-hmm. always so it's also important to frequently discuss consent in sexual relationships right. Ooh. We can talk about consent <laughs> until the dogs come home, Michelle. I consent. think we have. <laughs> I feel like we have to. <laughs> you guys need to be thinking about how to help your kids protect themselves against pressure and against the dating violence that happens,
1: and the things that they're seeing back on the internet and it on always the YouTube comes back, yeah. about what what is funny. It's not funny to diss your girlfriend and play mean tricks on her, or you know all these even I'm just new to the TikTok world. And some (laughs) of the things I'm looking at are like, why would you put that on social media? Your mom and dad are having a fight right now and they're screaming and swearing and hollering and yelling and you're just videotaping it and you're putting it on the TikTok. like, what? Yes. Why are you doing that? You know, sort of thing because, and that is not the respect we're talking about how to be respectful back to that on social media, right? 100%. Right. And so... Again, this is where we need to be able to talk to our kids. I know sometimes, I mean, my 15-year-old would rather, you know, (laughs) chop off his foot than have a conversation with me about this sort of stuff. Of course. But I need to know that I am providing all of the tools he's going to need to make smarter decisions.
0: And he needs to know
1: that you're open to hearing him. Right? Right, right without judgment without judgment without me saying that is wrong why are you doing that the the question that often comes up or the my reply is so what do you think the consequence for that should be or what do you think the consequence will be awesome turnaround yes for that yeah right yeah Good like question. how is this going to affect you like, trying to teach that empathy and that every choice you make has a consequence exactly right And I often think, oh, and here's the consequences to my actions. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. Here we go. And when we're having those conversations,
0: we need to also include the impact, the potential impact that drinking and drugs can have on, on their judgment. Yeah. In these situations, drugs and alcohol,
1: that's a big topic. And that needs to be talked about. I mean, we are the sexual assault center. A lot of what we're talking about is around sex and keeping their bodies safe, but this is all connected. Of course. Absolutely. The drugs, the alcohol, the bullying on social media, um, how to have a healthy relationship. What are the warning signs? That's all that we do. That's what we provide here in our programming specifically Mm -hmm. is teaching our kids that, but uh, you know, it's also the parent's job because you want to empower your child. You're paving the path for your child. They need to be able to evaluate the risks. They need to learn how to make good decisions. Sound decisions. And I mean, we were talking about this earlier that sometimes when you're a teenager, you're pretty self-centered. <laughs> you're not thinking about, oh, how is this going to affect me two years down the road? Yep. or How is this going to affect me next week? That You live in the moment. absolutely. And so if you can, you know, if you can talk them through some of these scenarios, and we do that in our programming. We actually do a lot of scenario playing or um activities right because if they can practice saying no if they can practice saying that's not for me if they can practice you know or give them something to come up with and i always tell my son just put on my shoulders you know my mom said i can't do that or my mom whatever (laughs) i'll take
0: it i'll take that pressure off of you if you need yes
1: absolutely yeah
0: for sure for sure so helping kids understand that they have a gut we need to teach our kids to trust that inner voice. I think we've said it in the last two episodes, yeah. the importance of that inner voice, the importance of trusting your gut. And we tell our kids that constantly, because we are so quick to just put that gut feeling in the back, mm. right? We're so good at writing it off. Like, no, 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 no. Like I'm being paranoid. I'm being dramatic. You have a upset stomach for no reason. Kate. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. But the reality is your brain's telling you something, Mm -hmm. your brain and your body are telling you
1: something very crucial and you need to listen
0: to it and you need to be prepared to listen to your body.
1: I mean, kids don't even understand that they have that awareness, that body awareness that is telling them. I mean, we all, we all know when we're making a bad decision for the most part, right? Like when it comes to that sort of thing, but we want to be cool. Or we want to be popular Mm -hmm. or we want to be accepted. Or we don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately at the end of the day, what do we all think? That we're not good enough. And so we will do anything to prove to people that we are. And to have that confirmation from them back saying, oh man, yeah, you are cool that you just ate that Tide Pod. You're the coolest kid I know.
0: Yeah. You're a really cool guy. (laughs) Yeah. Now you can be
1: in our club because you ate the Tide Pod. Yeah. Give me a break. And so that's the other thing talking to our kids about is that peer pressure.
0: And by discussing the right topics, whether it be about sex or whether it be about social media, whether it be about dating violence. When we're discussing these topics at the right ages, like I said in the last episode, age appropriate topics, you're setting your child up to do just that. You're
1: setting them up to succeed. Well, you're showing them that, that you're invested in them and that you care about them and that they have more control than they realize. And that life will be okay if they don't eat that Tide Pod and not put in the cool kids club.
0: Or not upload right. 17 TikToks
1: a day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were talking about sex and where kids are learning that from, you know, and back in our day, it was Playboy magazines. Mm, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean, yeah. I think each teenager or, you know, a lot of them had them shoved between their mattresses and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And unless your dad had it in his closet and you stole it from him or you got it from, you know, wherever, we didn't have access to it not readily get your fingertips like they do now totally right? and that's the scary part yeah is just how accessible it is yeah and and again being from that generation that's not in our wheelhouse of what kids can what there's videos why isn't youtube stopping that totally <laughs> right? absolutely why, why are they allowing that well because it is that's the it's the, the internet matter. yeah <laughs> it's the internet yeah and so we like i said we can't bury our heads in the sand. Parents, we have to step up. And I know it's uncomfortable. And weird. And and we
0: can, awkward. we know that discomfort look, right? (laughs) Like we're so, we're used to the uncomfortable kids squirming in their seats when we're talking about penises and vaginas, but it's absolutely crucial.
1: I mean, our kids, they matter. And they need to be, they need to understand that they matter. And they need to understand that they can come to you with anything that no topic is taboo and we can't go off in a rage either as parents and freak out and because we don't understand the situation we don't know what's going on in their heads we don't know the peer pressure they were put under that sort of thing but we need to let them know that this is their safe space to come and that together as a family we can we, navigate this we can navigate this and we will. And everyone's going to learn from this. As a parent, I'm going to learn that, whoa, maybe this is a conversation we should have had last year. Or as a parent, I didn't even know that was a possibility. Tell me more. Tell me more about what your friends are saying or what are they doing. And, and they need to be able to trust you. And if, you're, if, you, if they're coming to you with something and you are beacon on them right away and you know, going into a rage, guess what? They're going to stop coming to you.
0: Michelle, thank you so much for talking about sex with me. You know what? It's good. Because we want there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you guys, that concludes our third episode of the BASAC View. Please do not forget, if you haven't already, to subscribe. Give us a rating. And reviews really, really do help us out. Um, and until next time, see ya.